Hello and welcome to the podcast. The Full Spectrum Holistic Health Podcast is all about holistic health, what it is, various holistic and alternative health therapies and practices, and how those may help you to be a healthier person. I want to thank you for choosing to listen today. We know there are many podcasts out there for you to choose from, but I'm glad you are here. I'm host for the podcast, Dr. Anthony Burton. I'm a Reiki master, EFT therapist, meditation teacher, sound therapist, and a shamanic practitioner. My personal goal is to help people be healthier in mind, body, and spirit. And that's why I'm here. A large part of what I do is educational in nature because so many people are unaware of the power and efficacy of various holistic and alternative therapies. In these podcast episodes, you will hear information that will inform you, perhaps enlighten you, and help energize and balance you. Of course, it won't always be simply my opinions and ideas. Occasionally, I will be interviewing knowledgeable and interesting guests from a variety of areas of holistic, complementary, and even allopathic health practices. So, kick back, relax, open your mind, and listen. Spectrum Holistic Health is a complementary health and wellness business located in Northwest Georgia, USA. Check out the website at www.spectrum-holistic.com for more information. My interview guest for this episode is Deanna Stennett, a longtime acupuncturist and energy worker. While Dee also works in Reiki and shamanic healing, the specific topic for this episode is her work in acupuncture. Deanna, or Dee Stennett, is a Georgia-licensed acupuncturist, and she's nationally certified as well. Prior to living in Georgia, Deanna lived in Maryland for 27 years, where she had a private practice while teaching at Maryland University of Integrative Health, MUIH, in the acupuncture department for 20 of those years. She received her master's degree in transformative leadership and social change from MUIH as well. Since moving to Georgia, Ms. Stennett has been practicing in LJ and Blairsville. As someone who has practiced acupuncture for over 30 years, Deanna has learned a great deal about the power of acupuncture in balancing the mind, body, and spirit. Deanna Stennett has also authored a book called Poetry of the Body, Stories about acupuncture points, where she shares shamanic journeys to the spirits of the points, stories of personal healing and the healing of her patients, and how the seasons affect our balance and harmony. The book is written for the layperson and is available on Amazon. This interview was conducted earlier in a different environment and with different equipment, so you will notice a difference in the acoustic quality. But now, here's the interview with Dee. Uh, hi there, Dee, and welcome to the Full Spectrum Holistic Health Podcast. I want to thank you for being here. My pleasure. Now, you are you do a number of different uh, therapy therapeutic modes, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about today really is the acupuncture. How long have you been practicing acupuncture, and where did you study acupuncture? Well, I've been practicing for 30 years this year. And I studied at a school that was called the Worsley Institute of Classical Acupuncture. It's now known as the Academy for Five Element Acupuncture, and it's in Gainesville, Florida. So, how long did it take you to learn acupuncture? 
The program was three and a half years. So I believe it came to something like 2,700 hours. And that included a whole year of internship where I was treating patients under the supervision of teachers as well. So like a residency. Yeah, yeah. So is there licensing or certification involved? Yes, in most states have their own acupuncture board and you have to check with each individual state. But there's also a national certification and many of the states require the national certification as well. And what's required here in Georgia where you practice? Georgia is a licensure through the medical board and the um, national certification. Oh, do you, do you have to recertify every so often or relicense? Yes. About every, we have to renew our license about every two years, and then we have to do 40 continuing education units in those two years. Oh, like CEUs for a teacher or exactly. a nurse or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. What was the compelling reason that you decided to study acupuncture? Well, many years ago, I lived in California. My first husband got MS, and we oh. tr- tried everything. And one day when I was taking my now 37-year-old daughter to preschool, when one of the moms there said, have you tried acupuncture? And so we tried acupuncture from that. And I saw him on his first treatment go from being completely paralyzed on his left side to the next morning he was in remission and you couldn't tell he had it. That's amazing. It was. And that sold me. So I started getting treatment too. And then later when we split up, I had been a stay-home mom and I had to go back to school for something. So I figured, why not study something that's helped me so much and that I love so much so I can help others? Oh, that's that's like good reasoning to me. You know, my my late father-in-law had a lot of back pain and um, he went and had acupuncture for that. And it was a great help to him. They, They lived up in Wisconsin. You know, a lot of people who listen to the podcast may or may not know exactly what acupuncture is and what it's about. So can you kind of give us a brief rundown on what acupuncture really is? In a nutshell, you have a circulatory system of energy, just like your blood circulatory system. And in fact, the blood, the energy system follows the blood and each pathway connects with an organ and then connects with the next pathway. And as long as that energy is flowing smoothly, the organs are healthy and the person is healthy. But anything can happen to make that energy um, change its normal flow. So trauma could make it stop or get stuck, or you could be exposed to elements that make it either speed up or slow down. And so what the needles do, they access this energy along the pathways to either help it speed up, slow down, or unblock it so that it flows smoothly again. And so treatment doesn't actually cause someone to get better. It helps the body do what it does normally, and that's heal. Oh, okay. Well, now, the, those pathways, I know, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the pathways in the West, we call them the meridians. I'm sure there's a Chinese word for them too, but meridians, right? Yes, that's what the pathways are called, the meridians or channels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's electrical magnetic energy, just like light. 
-hmm. So all those times that we've been told that we're light beings, we really are. We really are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you, you place needles? Needles, and the needles are stainless steel. So think of it from an electronics point of view. The needles mm -hmm. conduct the energy mm -hmm. and help it to speed up, slow down, or become unblocked. Okay, so it has needles. Does it hurt? Sometimes. Okay. I mean, Sometimes I'm going to be honest. Okay. You know, I, I'd like to throttle the person who said that all acupuncture is painless, because it's not. Um, but it's just a momentary sensation. Now, the, the actual points are so tiny, they're like the size of the tip of the needle. Mm. So the anatomical description gets me to the area, but I have to feel for that, that energy to get the exact point. Mm. If I don't get it, you don't feel the needle. Mm. When I get it, then you feel the chi or the energy um, reacting to the steel. It's like the it'll grab it, like mm -hmm. a, like 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 a magnet, like a magnet. Okay. And so sometimes that grabbing has like a a dull ache or a sharp electrical feeling or anything in between. It lasts like a few seconds and then it's gone. Well, you know, as an energy worker myself, I know that the process of healing is not always pleasant right because sometimes you you go through a uh, a healing process and the actual healing process may cause discomfort i know that when i tell people give people their first reiki treatment i said look this is the first time you've had reiki make sure you drink plenty of water you're going to be detoxing a little bit and you may feel kind of crummy for 24 hours because you're getting rid of that stuff right yeah. acupuncture can do that too um there's lots of things that can happen because we're not just physical bodies, but we're bodies, minds, and spirits. So, and that includes the emotions. So in that detoxing that can come from acupuncture, you might have emotional stuff that comes up. You might have weird dreams. You might have a reoccurrence of symptoms. And they call that in Chinese medical theory, the law of cure. And that's when symptoms reoccur that you've had um, in the past, mm -hmm. maybe something you even haven't had for 50 years, you know, comes back and it'll come back for 24 to 48 hours and then go away. That's just it clearing is all it is. So it's like a healing crisis. Exactly. That's what I've called, heard it called before. Yeah. Yes. Well, what can acupuncture do for someone? I mean, what kind of illnesses or conditions is acupuncture used to treat? There's so many, I couldn't list them all. Most most of the um unfortunately western culture thinks that it's just for pain and that's why if you find an insurance company that covers acupuncture you can only bill for pain but if you think about what happens when you go out of balance inside yourself anything can happen it can be emotional depression it could be pain it could be a physical disease that comes on um and if acupuncture is done the way it was designed in China thousands of years ago, you'd start getting it long before you got any symptoms just to, to maintain your balance and health. And in fact, in ancient China, the acupuncturists only got paid when their patients were well. If their patients got sick, it was assumed they weren't doing their job right. But basically in, in America, what I would say you can, if you can name it, acupuncture can probably help it okay yeah i know that in in, in western cultures and in, in traditional chinese medicine they're very different uh in traditional chinese medicine and also in 
Ayurvedic medicine and other traditional forms of medicine, prevention is the word. You keep it from happening. Whereas in Western medicine, we have tended to say, okay, we're going to take a mechanistic approach to this and we're going to treat the symptom right. rather than preventing the problem from occurring in the first place. Exactly. Um, I've heard it said that Western medicine is really a sick care system, not a well care yeah, system. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's right. You're not, you're not giving good health. You're, you're making making money for pharmaceutical companies, but maybe I shouldn't go there. <laughs> well, I don't want to sound like I'm opposed to Western no, medicine no. at all. In fact, I think that acupuncture is complementary, not alternative. And Agreed. So, Agreed. so I most of the time never tell patients to stop taking their medications or stop seeing their doctors. In fact, I ask, how can I help support you in what you're doing? I, I agree. And I have on my own website, I have a statement. Look, we don't condone or ask you to, to just give up your physician or stop taking medicines. You always check with your physician first. Uh, and it's that's just the smartest thing, the best thing to do. Now, somebody asked me, I know they ask me about Reiki all the time. They say, oh, can it can Reiki cure this or that? Uh, uh, does it heal? Or is it an aid to healing? What does it do? So how do you feel about acupuncture and what it does? Acupuncture doesn't cure or heal. Acupuncture puts the body back in balance so that your body can heal or cure. Right, yeah, I hear and, that. And if you think about it, you know, we're designed to heal. The minute you cut yourself, all these white blood cells immediately go to the site and begin healing. Or if you, if you get exposed to a pathogen, you start making antibodies. That's it's the nature of who we are. We're supposed to heal. And if we don't heal from something, that means there's a blockage somewhere or, a, or the energy's moving too fast or too slow. And so it just needs to be balanced. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, I, I always tell people that the uh, the body, in, working in conjunction with nature, the universe, heals itself. All that I do is try to provide ways to help aid it along that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so again, complementary medicine, not alternative medicine. Yes. So how long is a typical acupuncture session? For that matter, how many sessions would someone need? So now I'm... 64 years old and I've been getting acupuncture since I was 31. <laughs> so I believe it's part of my health maintenance is okay. how I look at it. I, I get treated like once a month or once every six weeks. In the beginning, I tell people, if you want to see some results, you need to come weekly and you need to do it for at least six sessions for you to see some results. Once we start seeing results, then we start to spread it out. And my goal is always to get someone where they come four or five times a year to maintain their health. A session, the first time is an hour and a half. I do a physical exam, I talk about their medical history, and then I give them their first treatment. Follow-up treatments are about 45 minutes mm -hmm. to an hour. And like I said, I, I tell people, you know, right away, you need to come weekly if you want to see results. Yeah. It's kind of like going to the gym. You can go to the gym and work out and get yourself all tired and sweaty and say, boy, I did a lot. If you never go back to the gym, you're not going to develop any muscles. Exactly. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're just going to be tired and sweaty that one time. I've had a number of people over the years that have come one or two times and said it didn't work for me and stopped coming. And, you know, unfortunately, what they do is they tell other people it didn't work. And that's not true. It's just they didn't do it correctly. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, you know, and, and I, in my experience, the longer the, the problem has existed, usually the more time it takes to get it fixed. I mean, if, if it's an acute thing that just happened, oh, well, that's usually a shorter period of time. Exactly. But if you've got an ongoing issue, right. it takes more. I mean, you don't, you don't just immediately fix a thing that's been going on for years. True. Or months. And many of my um, teachers used to say it takes one week of treatment for every year you've had the problem. That's a good. That's a good rule of thumb there. Yeah. And the other thing is you can't have too much acupuncture. I mean, if you get it done, you know, every other day for a while, it's not going to harm you in any way. But if you can wait too long, because if you let the symptoms all come back in between, then it's an effect starting over again. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Well, probably some people are going to say, "Why, well, you know, going every every week, that could get pricey." So, is acupuncture expensive? Um. Or I, maybe I should say, is good health expensive? Exactly right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, people spend money on all kinds of stuff that's outrageous. You know, they they would spend more money on their car than they would on themselves. You know, is changing your oil on a regular basis, is that um, necessary? I think it is. Yeah. So I, I say the same thing, you know, is is keeping up your health necessary? It depends. Do you want to live long? Do you want to be in good health? Do you want to feel good? It's totally up to the person. Um, I don't say, I don't think it's extremely pricey. I think it it's like around the same prices, massages and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some insurances cover it. Um, Georgia's not a great state for insurance coverage, though. Maryland, when I was there, um, probably 90% of my patients were insurance patients. Um, here, there's a few that cover it, and it's only under certain conditions. And so at this point, what I do is give someone a super bill with all the codes on it, so if their insurance covers it, they can file for reimbursement. Oh, that's a good idea. I do offer 20% off for law enforcement, nurses, first responders, um, military. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. It's, it's very good because those people, they go through a lot. And sometimes I, I'm assuming that acupuncture could be used to treat PTSD as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. It is. How okay? You've talked a little bit about how long it takes to see results from acupuncture, and that really—that's kind of a—I I couldn't say how long does it take because it's—it's a case-by-case case basis. Absolutely. Okay, but what can people expect in general from an acupuncture session? Well, the first session, people usually feel light; they feel relaxed. But like I said, things can come back up, so they could have a healing crisis too in between. Um, usually. It takes four to six treatments before they're noticing anything at all with their symptoms. And, and if they come back and say, no, I had three days of, of no pain or three days of this gone, then we know it's working. Yeah. So we need to keep going on it. That's a good idea. Good yeah. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any special success stories to share without violating anyone's privacy? I, I treat, I do a lot with allergies, um, actually eliminating allergies. Mm. And I had one young girl, she was 13, about ready to start high school. 
and she'd spent her life with all these food allergies whenever they went out to dinner her family had to order special things and her request was i want to find something that would make me normal when i go into high school oh yeah because high school is such a traumatic time anyhow for a lot of kids you know exactly and feeling normal is so important if you don't feel you already feel abnormal when you're a high schooler going in and if all the kids go out for pizza and she can't eat what they're eating, you know, yeah. it, then she makes her stand out more. So um, the allergy treatment takes 15 treatments to actually work. And um, she had all these blood tests, even showing anaphylaxis for some of the mm. allergies. And after her 15 treatments, she went and had blood tests again and showed no allergies at all. That's fantastic. And she was able to be a normal teenager in high school. And um, I know, it's amazing. That's, that's amazing. It really is. Uh, I'm sure that it made a big impact on her emotionally as well as physically. Oh, yeah. Because she didn't feel like she was standing out in a negative way from everybody else, you know. Another, another one I love to tell is this, this was years ago. This woman had interstitial cystitis. Oh. And um, so the inside of her bladder did not make the lining that prevents infection. Mm -hmm. So she had to take an antibiotic every single day of her life. And this had been going on for 10 that, years. That just isn't good for your health at all anyway. Right. And then once a month she had to go to this place where they injected some kind of a sticky substance up in her bladder. Now that cost their insurance company $6,000 a month to do. She started coming to me for acupuncture. Within six months, she was off of the antibiotics. And within a year, she did not need to go in for those things. And she was on a maintenance level of once a month with me. And back then, the price of acupuncture was $60. Her insurance wouldn't pay $60, but they were willing to pay $6,000 for the other. That is, that is the typical American slash Western way of dealing with things. We will pay for we'll pay for treating symptoms, but we don't want to worry about keeping someone healthy. Exactly. Yeah. That's so it's so frustrating sometimes. I I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I, I she felt like she had a miracle on life is how she oh, felt. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she appreciates your help very much. I want to thank you for being here with me today. Can you give me the name and location of your practice? You have more than one office, by the I way? I do. Oh, I do. okay. So I'm called Acupuncture in North Georgia, and my website is acupuncturenorthgeorgia.com. Okay. All one word? All one word. Okay. Um, I have an office in LRJ. It's right at the corner of Maddox and Russell, next door to the Dollar General and the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> Great landmarks. And, um, and I work inside Heaven Sent Massage there. And then I also have an office in Blairsville, and that's off of Tate Road. It's pretty rural. And the name of the business I work in there is called Inner Awakenings. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know, what kind of hours do you have there in those places? Um, 10 to 6 in, on Tuesday and Thursday in LRJ and 10 to 6 in Blairsville on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, okay. All right. Any, con any contact information you want to give? Or would that be on your website? My contact information is on my website, but if you want my phone number, it's 410-961-9033. And also, I have a book I wrote. Um, oh, yeah. That's right. You poetry, mentioned that. Yeah, Poetry of the Body, Stories About Acupuncture Points, and it's written for the layperson. You see, each point 
in the body is looked at from a spiritual point of view and has a name that talks a little bit about what it does. Mm -hmm. So for instance, this one right here on the side of my leg, it's called abundant splendor. And so when I use that point on somebody, the spirit of them begins to see abundance and splendor all around them. And so an attitude of gratitude comes up for them. Mm. And so all of the points can be used that way as well. And so this book is a real fun book, easy read, and it, it talks about a number of points I've chosen and how they fit like that. Well, that's great. I haven't read that yet, but I'm going to have to put it on my reading list. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Again, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time and your willingness to be interviewed here for my podcast. And, my pleasure. Uh, right. thank, thank you very much. Thank you. I want to thank you for being here and listening to the podcast today. I hope it's been interesting and informative and thought-provoking. If you did find it interesting, please be sure to return for another episode and tell your friends about it too. I appreciate if you do that. You can share directly from most podcast platforms and subscribing to the podcast would be great. If you want to tell me you like the show or that you hated it, that you agree or disagree with me or anything else, really, go for it. Just leave a message for me on your podcast platform. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep an open mind. Namaste.